Welcome everyone to Coaching the Session. My name is Michael Reardon and I'll be your mindset coach today. Today we're going to be looking at what's going on in the world, especially in our children's life. Because if we look at what's happening to them and their future, it's actually pretty scary. And if you have a child, if you have a niece, a nephew, a cousin who's younger, understand that it is up to you to save them. And if you're young and you're watching this video, understand something. Just one thing, that the limits that you allow in your life are going to be there as long as you allow them to be there. So how can we get out of that way of thinking? Stay tuned to find out. Today, we're going to be breaking down what's going on and then the cause and effect because they're trying to hide things from us. But if we're able to find the truth, then we can be better equipped to handle any situation that comes our way. If you're new to the channel, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, and to share this video. Recently, the CDC came out and they said that we're going to lower the standards for childhood development. Now, what does that mean exactly, right? Basically, they're saying that children are behind and the best way to get them going, to keep them going up in grade level, because the curriculum is there, lower the standards. So that means we are producing lower quality humans. Now, it's going to be more than just, oh, their speech is behind because of the pandemic. It could be that there's so much hoopla going on in the world where it's difficult for them to learn and they're so stressed out so they're not developing properly. Now, there can be a lot said about what is the reason for the CDC lowering the standards for children. A lot could be said, right? A lot of excuses. Now, let me tell you a little bit about me. Former educator, and before I even became a teacher, one of my goals was to change the school system. Now, when I go into the schools and I am seeing it firsthand, yeah, I can make a difference, but the impact will be so minuscule. I would only have an impact in my school. And I understand that's one step, but I knew I could have a bigger impact if I did a pivot. And I remember I was talking to Alex Jones one day and I told him my goal before I became a teacher. And when I went into the schools, I noticed that I was powerless. I was a teacher. I was able to teach, but I was still powerless. I couldn't change the direction of the administration of the government. The curriculum was set in stone. The administration wasn't going to budge and they were doubling down. And he said that, yeah, if you're a teacher, there's only so much you can do. But if you wanted to make an impact, you did the right thing, get out. And then to make an impact from the outside in, because if we look at what's happening on board meetings, parents are coming forward. Fact is, in America, in North Carolina, I can do anything I want, and I teach that to my children. And the person who tells my little pecan-colored kids that they're somehow oppressed based on the color of their skin would be absolutely wrong and absolutely at war with me. And I think that's the same for every parent. What the mask showed us is that 
the parents, the most powerful group of people in our country, that they're taking back the wheel. Now, obviously, we had to take the wheel back for the mask, but we're taking the wheel back from Washington all the way to Raleigh and into our local school board because CRT, all of that, the parents don't want it. It's a big fat lie. There's not one. If, there, if you believe in CRT, I want to tell you you're a liar because that means you look at your black neighbor and say that they're oppressed and you look at your white neighbor and say that they're evil, regardless of the experience that you've had with them. And we're not going to do that. The parents in the United States of America right here in North Carolina and Cabarrus County, we know that's not true because we believe the lives we live. The fact is, I've been a business owner right here in North Carolina, and I deal with white people, black people, Hispanic people. My children deal with everybody. And the racism is only happening at the government level and on the media. And at one point, these parents were all for, let's get our children the best education possible. And since the pandemic and the at-home learning or the remote learning, now parents are realizing Teaching is not necessarily an easy task. So before, parents would fight for their children. If something was wrong, they would go to the teacher and say, my child doesn't deserve this grade. My child is smart. Well, I have had parents come to me when I was a teacher and they ask, why did my child get this grade? And I would explain why they got that grade. Heck, I even had assessments that I can let them listen to, show them why their child got that grade. But they're blind. They only see the gold, the glory. And if you're corralled in a certain way throughout your life, you're never going to see other opportunities. And this is where people fail at life. They do not have the ability to critically think, to see something and then to see the outcome. Luckily for me, I was one of those people who can see cause and effect. Because when I started teaching 2011, 2012, that is when I saw the problem. I said, this is a problem. And it wasn't just my school when I was teaching. It was other schools too. Parents would go to the teacher, go to the principal and say, my child doesn't deserve a B plus, they deserve an A. And the principal goes to the teacher and says, it's not worth the headache. It's not. That's one school. Multiply it. Figure it out. Now we have to get past that. Parents 10 years ago were fighting to give their kids A so they didn't feel bad so they can feel smart, but having mommy and daddy coddle you your whole life makes you weak when you're an adult because there's one thing a child needs and that's challenge. And if you do not have that challenge, you become weak-minded. There's a reason why people have limited mindsets right now. It's because their mindsets are weak. That's how they've been developed. And can we reverse that? Yes, we can. It requires a large amount of work. And right now we have a new challenge whether that be the CDC lowering the standards and or getting the challenge taken away from them living life. Because if they're giving an easy solution, they're always going to be looked for that easy solution throughout their whole life. And we have to let them understand, children especially, that life is going to be challenging and we have to overcome those challenges. We're not weak. There's a reason why people quit before they even start or start and they quit why do New Year's resolutions stop on month February or March? Now we're getting into March now, and guess what is happening? Raise your hand if you're still on task or on track for your New Year's resolution. Not many people, and it is because of your mindset. Your mindset is screwed. And when I left teaching and I said, what am I going to do? And I said, how can I help? How can I make a difference? I have to be able to change people's mindsets. 
and not change because they need to change, but because if they would like the opportunity to change, because right now it seems like they have their back against the wall and they don't know what to do. Do they succumb and do they just stay in the corner their whole entire life? Or do they say, I'm not going to stay here anymore and I'm going to move and I'm going to change. And then the deceit, the trickery that social media, that the internet, that the government employs just to fool you. Because when you see something, then you can believe something. And if you see it's possible, then you could say, oh, it's possible because there's going to be a lot of naysayers in your life. And they're going to be telling you that you can't do something. And the moment someone says to do something, understand something. They are not your friend. Treat them as an enemy. Now, you don't have to harm your enemies. We're not trying to be hurtful or hateful or cause harm onto people. That's not who we are. But understand that if someone puts a limit on you, if they doubt you, what do you do? Do you just follow blindly and say, yeah, you're right? Do you try and not succeed and give up and say, yeah, they're right? Or do you become relentless and you keep on pushing? And that's what's happening. That's what's missing in the schools. Children are not getting the challenge. Because if we look at 10 years ago, assessments have begun. We need to figure out what's going on in the schools because they basically handcuffed teachers and said, you're going to teach this way. Have fun. Now, 10 years ago, they started really diving in, doubling down on those assessments. We need more assessments. We need to get them on grade level. And guess what happened? Those assessments did the opposite. It caused them to be stressed out. It caused them to be less ambitious. It caused them not to care. And now we are at the point where we have enough data and we're like, oh, it looks like everyone's at this level, right? Meaning that they couldn't achieve where they should be in on the, on the grade standard, which means that they're not on grade level. So they basically lower the standards and they say, well, guess what? We're going to lower the standards. So now everyone's right on track. Hmm. That's interesting. Now let's figure that out. In 10 years, what does that do? Are they going to be behind? And then if we keep lowering the standard, eventually that standard is going to keep getting lower and lower. Because if we don't set the bar high, guess what happens? Those students are going to say, this is the standard. We look at the average income of an American, it's around forty dollars to $50,000. That's average. We are training people to be average when we should be training people to be extraordinary. This is a mindset thing. This has nothing to do with where you came from, where you went to school. You are the person who can change the outcome of your life. The trajectory that you're going in is dependent on you and your parents. Now, if you have weak-minded parents, you could have weak-minded children. So parents need to wake up and they need to say, this is happening. And parents are waking up. Some teachers are speaking out. But teachers are gagged. Teachers are handcuffed. They have been for over 10 years. They cannot make the difference as much as parents could. Now, of course, teachers can go on strike. Yeah, but then they don't get paid, right? Because this is a contract. They are looking out for their well-being. And of course, there's going to be teachers who are all for the mask mandates, all for getting shots, all for these rules and regulations. Because if they can make their life easier, who cares? That means they take your children, bring them in, and they say, hmm, not my kid. And then even if it was my kid, they're going to follow my beliefs. And that's the problem. They don't have a voice. And they're being covered up from having a voice. They're being masked. Don't talk. 
Why do you think in kindergarten they do something like this, where they put a finger over their mouth and they put a peace sign in the air, meaning we're not supposed to be talking, we need to be silent. And it's great for classroom management, but at the same time, what does that do to them mentally? I am not able to speak unless I'm told to. So they grow up and their voice is not heard. Their voice is going to be diminished through all the childhood development issues or structures that have been in place their whole entire life. I have a video of Alex Jones and Marjorie Taylor Greene at dinner the other week. And the conversation is exactly what's going on. Do as I say, not as I do. So let's give that video a watch. Marjorie, you were telling me about what it's like to be forced to wear a gag in Congress, the fines you paid. Yeah, so I don't wear a mask when I'm in Congress, and Nancy Pelosi fines me $2,500 every day that I don't wear a mask on the House floor. And so I have over 100000 in mask fines for refusing to wear the piece of cloth over my face that does nothing. How do they do that? When, when she's out in public, she gets caught not wearing it. Oh, but it doesn't matter because she's Nancy Pelosi, obviously. She's a hypocrite, and that's why I call her the queen in the house of hypocrites. Of course, there's the famous video, a year and a half old, of her getting her hair done with no mask. Right. Has that been brought up to her? Oh, yeah, but she ignores it. So that's why I'm suing her in court, because wow. she also doesn't wear a mask at times on the house floor, and she doesn't get fined. She doesn't pay the fines, but yet they take the money straight out of my check. So I work for free in Congress because they take all, take all my money away. Wow, but you're standing up for what's right. So they make children wear them at school still, but the teachers themselves are now exempt in many areas. This is sick. Yeah, that's right. So the communist teachers in the teacher union that force children to wear masks and affect their education, their ability to have speech, to learn from their teacher, to be able to see others' faces, to share joy with one another on the playground and in the classroom. Yeah. Those people want to mask your children, but they don't want to wear them. So just watching that video, we can see that the hypocrisy of mask wearing is going to be talking about that these masks are supposed to protect you, right? Especially if you're vulnerable. And we have gone from you have to be obese, that you have to be old, and now are young. Because before they said that children would be okay. And then all of a sudden, no, they're not. We need to make sure that they got a shot, that they have a mask on. But then the teachers union comes in and says, yeah, teachers don't want to wear masks anymore. So now there's going to be teachers not wearing masks. But even before that, guess what happened? Teachers and adults, superintendents were taking pictures with children wearing masks and they were not wearing masks. And I was like, that is crazy. So I did some homework. Of course, we have the CDC lowering the standard again for childhood development. And if you go down, you can see what is allotted for them. So by 30 months, your child should be able to do this stuff. 15 months. I don't know why they got it mixed up like that. 18 months and then two years. Okay. This is what your child needs to be able to accomplish, right? These are the standards, the average. Now I went to Google just so you can see how they cover up stuff. Adults taking pictures with children with no mask on. This is Google. I go over to the images tab and I scroll down. Can I find an adult not wearing a mask? No, Google does a great job at making sure that you don't see the truth. It's not there, but guess what? 
It is there. You can't go to Google. Here we have a teacher or a principal, someone who is not wearing a mask. And here we have children doing their morning announcement wearing masks, but this teacher is not. Hmm. Or the administration is not, whoever she is. And then I said, let's go a step further. Let me type in video of president without mask. And I'm, and I'm going to see, because Biden has been on television multiple times taking off his mask to talk to someone or to put his mask on as soon as he's coming out on stage. Camilla Harris was the other day wore a mask for a whole press conference when typically if they were on stage six feet apart from someone, they would take off their mask. It's a PR stunt. Look, I'm wearing a mask. I'm being good. I'm being obedient. This is what you should be doing. So I typed in video of president without mask. Oh, look, the former vice president not wearing a mask. Oh, Trump, former president, not wearing a mask. Trump again, not wearing a mask. And you would wonder, well, why are these videos the top searches on Twitter, but we have a new president now? Okay, well, let's figure that out because that's not true. Oh, look at Mr. Biden here. It's like magic. If you do some homework, if you dig down really deep, you can find out that this person, current president, is doing the same thing the other president wasn't doing. And guess what? So he's here taking off his mask. You can see multiple reporters, cameramen, audio technicians not wearing a mask. This man right here is within six feet from him. Secret Service is over here doing I don't know what, because if this is so dangerous, why are they allowing reporters to be within six feet of him with no mask on? Hmm. Okay. Well, whatever, right? And then here again. Now, you can't tell me he's six feet apart because the other picture might have been a little bit difficult. He's shaking someone's hand. Now, what? Since they have a mask on and he doesn't have a mask on, all of a sudden, it doesn't matter. Everyone else has a mask on. Okay. So when people start complaining about their mask and they say, oh, my mask doesn't work because you don't have one on. Look at this picture. Apparently it's working. You want to wear a mask, wear a mask. But then we have to start to look. What is the motive, right? What is this whole thing about? Now, I'm just thinking green, trying to be cautious of how we treat the earth. It takes 450 years to decompose a mask. How many masks have people been wearing? Now, of course, if you have a cloth mask, you can wash it, you can reuse it. But there's so many masks. If you just go out and you just look on the ground, if you go to your local grocery store, Walmart, wherever, look on the ground. I'm sure if I bet you $100 and I sent you to a parking lot, you could find a mask on the floor. But we don't see that. Or you can just go on the side of the road and see that there's masks. Landfills are filling up. But yet they spelt global warming. There's a climate change going on. And there's a lot going on. And what I want to present to you is that next time you're out in public, I want you just to look around. Whether, whether that be you look on the ground and you see a mask. Understand, 450 years. That's going to be probably four, five, six times your lifespan that that mask is going to be there. Government's destroying the world, yet they spout new green bill. They spout climate control. The world's ending. But you literally, they are the people who are making the world even worse. This is interesting. And then when you go out to the grocery store again, out to dinner, pay attention. You might see a family, mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, whatever, and then children. 
Now, are the parents wearing masks and the children wearing masks? Or is the parents not wearing masks and the children are wearing masks? Pay attention to that. Because what that is proving is that the schools are winning, that the government is winning, that they're controlling the trajectory of our child's thinking, the way of thinking. That's education, though, for you. You can give me a class of students and I can make them all leaders. In the same turn, if I was an evil person, I can take a classroom of students and make them all obedient followers. There's a difference. Do you want to be a leader or do you want to be a follower? And if you see young children wearing masks and their parents are not, they're on the road to be followers. They're conforming to what society says that they have to do. And there's already videos of schools, teachers, locking children away from other people if they're not wearing a mask like they're outcasts. What do you think that does to the brain? I'm an outcast. I don't belong. They're taking away our leaders. They're taking away the next generation of critical thinkers. All for what? All for a piece of the pie? All for a little bit of control? All for the destruction of a great civilization and the destruction of our country? We need to wake up because children need challenge, not this. They don't need to be told to wear a mask or to act a certain way. They should be children and parents should support their children. Teachers should be able to do their job and teach the curriculum. Leave opinion out of it. And I have spoke on podcast after podcast about this. This is an issue and it's going to keep on being an issue unless people start to wake up. Children, you throw your mask on the floor. You can be defiant and you can say, no, I had enough. And it's going to be difficult, but that difficulty is going to be your challenge. And the moment you have that challenge and you overcome it, you learn something, that you are strong and that you cannot be beaten by these lies and these deceit and this trickery. You have something to show. So why not show it? My name is Michael Reardon. I'm a mindset coach here in Austin, Texas. If you have any questions, email me, session at gmail.com. I will see everyone on the next episode of Coaching in Session. Until then, everyone, take care.